0: I'm recording two. Excellent. And
1: three. I'm recording three. And four. A deer, a female deer. What the f*** is going on down there? 459. I spent a good while thinking 459 was some fancy pants number that means some kind of cool thing. And then I, like, it just sounds like a cool number. But it, I actually can't think of anything it means. But welcome to episode 459 of WTF and TFW. Uh, my internet name's Vangelist, and I'm joined by Seth. Hello! Seth, does 459 stand for anything?
0: Not that I could pull
1: off the top of my head. Because it sounds like a cool number. It's, you know, when you say it, it's like four, five, nine. Like, those are cool syllables. It might, like, be some secret code. Yeah. Or, like, some kind of police chatter thing. Like, we got a four, five, nine on the I-90. Get your two one-sevens ready for some six, four, two. I know a guy who's a police person, so he can back me up on all this.
0: <laughs> a police person,
1: <laughs> a police person.
0: Aren't they called Mounties? Um, I know Mountie is a specific thing.
1: That's that's isn't that Jacques Rougeau?
0: Yes, and then there was another guy later. Uh, he doesn't count when they wanted to make him a tag team again.
1: Yeah, whatever. It's I only care about De and his. Highly not legal in Canada, taser stick.
0: That was one of the first things in wrestling that started making me, as a kid watching, go, "Uh, Something's not right here.
1: I I always thought that that was when he
0: would tase people. Yeah. It was clearly dubbed in the sound, like the zzzz sound effect.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and like the, the reaction was oddly delayed at times, like if you say he did it from behind. But I always thought that was a good if we're going to treat it like superheroes, I always thought the Mountie had a really good power set. It's just they, they wanted him to lose all the time because it's like technically he's a he's a, a foreign law enforcement officer who's carrying a giant taser. And if if he's allowed to use the taser, you know, not not legally with the fictional rules, but, you know, in the world, it's allowed that he actually tases people. It's just like, well, then if I'm the Mountie, I just walk around tasing everybody. Like, who cares about whether or not I win or lose? I'm just going to tase everyone until no one can show up, and then I'll just be the champion. Yeah. That's the way I think about it. Um, We're here to talk about some Transformers, and we got some fresh Transformers pictures. Uh, the next round of Takara Tomi Legends releases of Titans Return Toys, answering the long-asked question of what will Takara Tomi do with Trigger Happy? And they're giving him a Target Master... You know, as as you hope they would, given that they've made these new Target Master molds. What's kind of cool is they also remolded his cockpit, so it's got a five millimeter port on it, and uh, that way you can plug the Target Master on his roof when he's a jet. Um, sadly, they made his his uh, head paint apps a little worse. They followed the toy a bit too much, I guess the toy or the whatever whatever version of Trigger Happy it is where his eyes are red and his faceplate's red. Like I really hate that but that is, like, a version of him, and they're rolling with that version. Um, yeah,
0: they snuck in a little bit of yellow, but, like, at, at a quick glance, it just looked like he had sad yellow eyes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the, what, I guess, the robot skin around his eyes is yellow. Yeah. You know, like, the cheeks, I guess. He's got yellow cheeks. and Like, that's fine. It's just, I, I really prefer... Yellow eyes, red faceplate, and dark around the eyes. But that's just me. Um, but Seth, how are you feeling about uh, about what we're seeing of Japanese trigger happy? His
0: mm-hmm. target master is interesting. It's like it's a different shape than uh, what Cup and Hot Rod got, which is good. And it's not just we made one target master, and here he is.
1: Oh yeah, like this is. Um, I think this is te- kind of the third one because Cup and Hot Rods at least have different chests.
0: Yeah, but the, they're they have a similar look to the gun mode yeah yeah um this is very different so that's cool um yeah like with the face yeah um the the blue is a lot darker and it's just it's not different enough to to warrant me getting the the japanese one once i already have the uh, americano one Mm mm-hmm so, I mean it it's cool like if there was a way I could just get the target master that would be rad.
1: Yeah, like he he's very similar to um to a lot of the what I call the original 7 headmasters when they came out in Japan where it's like they got a new, you know, face sculpt, but for for the most part with one or two exceptions, like some of them are very similar to the American one, which is not a bad thing cuz it's not like, oh no, I've got to import it, you know, it means there's there's less to worry about. But yeah, those those target masters I I would love to see those come out um in our continent. Uh maybe in like a big a big collective pack or something.
0: Yeah, maybe they could do like a shared exclusive thing like with some of the uh originally only in Japan uh Titans return guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just some some way to get those target masters out and it, just in Japan also. I've seen it floated around and I agree. It would be great if they did a two pack of of Target Masters for um Blur and combiner Scourge.
0: Combiner Wars, I meant. I meant oh. some of the Combiner War guys.
1: Alright. I, I was just autopiloting through there. I was like, yeah, he must I don't remember what he's talking about, but he must be right.
0: No, as I was <laughs> saying it, I was thinking, that's
1: wrong. You're saying the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> um But I, I really hope that uh, Blur and Scourge can get some target masters because like It seems like they've kind of been left in the dust here. Everyone else is now getting all their little pals. And uh, those two are not. And I'd also love to see a Scourge target master that's maybe not as G1 accurate, but looks a little bit more sweepish to match with the way all the the Scourge and sweep headmasters turned out. Like, just to have this little army of tiny dudes with all the sweep spaceboat vehicle modes. I like that image a lot. Yeah. But
0: I think that would be cool if there was, like, on Big Bad or somewhere else or multiple places just a pack of the target masters hell yeah here's a target master three pack or five pack by
1: the time it happens or whatever or wor- worst case even in like we've got probably two more of those um titans return box sets coming um and now i remember why i, I think this is why i didn't think you said something wrong because the the second of those box sets which uh, big bad is getting has got basically super jinrai in it like Japanese Power Master Prime, um, with all the retooling that they gave to that figure. So, like, worst case, maybe one or two of those box sets that we haven't seen yet that are probably coming uh, could have a couple Target Masters in them. That'd be cool. Uh, We we also saw two more Legends releases with packed-in Titan Masters. The kind of boring one, uh, only because of what's in the other one, is Brawn and Repugnus. So we got uh, Legends Brawn, looking sharp, lots of paint. Uh, we got Titan Master, Headmaster Repugnus. Robot mode looks fantastic with all the extra paint. Um, the only sad thing about this is Repugnus is a, a figure who really needed his partner vehicle. Yeah. Because that was built to be Repugnus, and it's kind of sad that that does not seem to have any Japanese release coming. Um, that's a bit of a letdown. But Is Japan getting any of those small sets? They got uh, a few of them packed in with the like main seven Headmasters. Uh, those guys all came with a partner vehicle, but other than that, they haven't yeah, been getting but them.
0: Did those come with like the little tank and the little car? And
1: yeah, it was the little tank, the little boat, car, um, the you know the the crash bash dinosaur a couple oh, okay. times, uh, the bronze bike. Um, but it's only wave one and two stuff. Anything from wave three or onwards hasn't got any Japanese release coming. And uh, yeah, with how
0: obsessed the Takara seems to be with. Like doing more accurate versions of stuff it seems crazy that they wouldn't have Repugnus's monster body to and go it, with the head.
1: It w- it was Wave 3 onwards, all the stuff Japan hasn't touched yet, where the partner vehicles were really built to go with the names that were on the package. Like, Repugnus is is probably a shining example among them all, but like, Wave 3 also had Swoop, uh, he had Fangry um, you know, Shuffler and Wave Four. Like, there's a whole lot of stuff that still needs to find a way to come out in Japan.
0: Wave Four needs to find a way to come. Uh, wave, yeah. Wave Four <laughs> needs to find a way way to come out in California. Uh, in I'm these, dealing with allergies. I'm very phlegmy, <laughs> and I was uh, choking on my own.
1: Those are just noises I make saliva. when I when I'm trying to talk, and it just doesn't work in general. What's weird is when I'm by myself and I'm trying to talk to myself, and it's not working. I still go. Bleh take two someone must be recording this um yeah i i I really hope that those vehicles can come out if not just so japanese fans can more easily get a hold of them than having to uh, import them what with everything else coming out over there
0: um, well they could
1: stand to import a few things once in a while why well, do we always have to be the ones importing from them I'm just extending my empathy to our fellow fans across the water who probably don't listen to this podcast.
0: I'm extending my apathy. (laughs) If they listen, then maybe I care, but they don't care about me, so I don't care about
1: them. Well, they care about me because friggin... Okay, I mean, there's kickback, and that's great. You know, whatever. Sorry, kickback. Sorry. Whatever. He has clear wings now instead of yellow wings. That's neat. I think the colors look really good on Kickback, but they do. But I didn't like that mold nearly enough to warrant getting it again. He's also wildly overshadowed by the headmaster he's coming with, because uh, they kind of kit some stuff together here to make a really good double dealer headmaster. Because it's the uh, it's the sawback, the kind of lion man headmaster. And they did some really clever paint apps to make him look like a vulture-headed version of Double Dealer to get the vulture mode in. And then they grabbed the new Ramhorn head mode face, which looks Double Dealer-ish, and painted it Double Dealer-ish. So he's like a little fusion of all of Double Dealer's modes that turns into a really good Double Dealer head. Uh, The colors look great. Like, I love the way they pulled off the bird head using the cat head, pretty much. Uh and that's kind of the draw of that figure to me a whole lot more than the kickback um like the kickback looks great it's just i'm i'm going to forget about him once i pick that thing up it's all about double dealer for me anyway but seth what about for you uh, i mean you you i guess this is about double dealer cuz you're not all into that kickback <laughs> um
0: no yeah it's cool i mean that is a clever trick how they pulled off the bird head mm-hmm. um and the the big head mode head is pretty good looking too it's a cool design i had no idea i
1: had no idea that was the one that's on the new uh the ram horn that came out because that totally looks like double dealer to me at a glance yeah
0: Yeah, i don't i mean you know already i don't feel like i need the kickback so yeah i mean i'm not gonna buy the kickback just to get a (laughs) double Double dealer,
1: you're gonna drop 25 plus just to get yourself double dealer. <laughs> no,
0: luckily, I'm not obsessed with like being head completionist.
1: I'm not obsessed so much as I'm well, just I didn't doing accuse
0: it. you of being obsessed,
1: yeah. But I felt accused, I've, I felt there was some text no. there because I probably am obsessed. Oh, like, I'm, if I'm, I'm
0: pre- subtexting you, you're gonna know about it.
1: I'm, I'm pre- well, then it's not subtext, so I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not supposed to know about it if you're subtexting no, me. Oh, you will, though. Well, then that's just text. You're just texting me, then. I don't have your phone number. Really? Actually, I think I do, but it well... doesn't work as a joke <laughs> if I say it's not a All right, everyone strike that exchange from the wiki, all right, just so we can go with a clean canvas moving forward here. We've got a cluttered podcast canon going on. Um, So those things all went up for pre-order. Uh, If you're after them, they're going to come out, I think, in October. I don't remember now, but they're coming out in the fall. So look forward to that. Uh, Seth, we've also got some, as I've called them, enormously inspiring trademarks that have uh, come to light. So let's talk about the the super exciting logo trademark, the the logo for the Transformers, the Bumblebee movie. Uh, It's a terrible logo. (laughs) <laughs> looks stupid uh, it looks like the kind of thing that follows that puffy cartoony font on the last night's logo um, but I don't know Like, obviously look it's an angry bumblebee and that's fine but it's so fat it's so fat like it's this little p-h-a-t pudgy. it's so p-h-f-a-t <laughs> this pudgy round bumblebee just doesn't look threatening it looks kind of funny but I got a feeling like the movie's not going to go for a funny tone. So, you know, I don't know. If the, if the movie matches up to this logo, then I will be happily surprised. But as it, as it is, this looks like a logo that really wants to be taken seriously. And it shouldn't be. And I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, but Seth, do you like it?
0: Um, not really. It's silly. Um, I it's, it's kind of weird, right? It's all weird. Yeah. Like, that...
1: Well, like Bumblebee has a Bumblebee symbol for himself. Yeah, like you're not, it's it's never been like him really leaning into the Bumblebee thing, you know? He's not like, I'm going to get a stinger on my butt and a couple wings. Like it's always been more subtle, you know, like door wings and his guns are called stingers or something.
0: It should have been the Biatch air freshener from the first movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, just that hanging in a window. Yeah, (laughs) that's the that'd be a complicated logo. Uh, I like the description of Mark from the trademark listing. Description of Mark: the mark consists of a stylized design of a bee. Description of Mark: Uh, he's this guy, you know, he works (laughs) down
0: at the Safeway.
1: Hi, hey, I'm Mark. Just over here. Let me know if you need anything. Um. Anyway, I don't. I don't. I don't want to like sit here making up more reasons to to go like oh no I'm actually offended by this logo I hate it it makes me feel hateful uh, I just think it looks really dumb <laughs> yeah because like I don't know now I'm wondering like in last
0: night because we see Prime beating up Bumblebee is Bumblebee just like quit the Autobots or does this movie like end with no Autobots and Bumblebee's like well I'm making my own faction with hookers and
1: Blackjack. <laughs> Sounds like movie Bumblebee, A. <laughs> B, I want to say that one of the promo paragraphs about this Bumblebee movie is that it takes place, like, somewhere in the past. Oh. It's like a prequel movie. Uh, so, so,
0: well, is it a prequel to the whole series? So it's before the Transformers came to Earth, or a prequel to the current movie or the newest I... movie? Because how does Bumblebee know what a bumblebee looks like to base his logo on? I have no idea
1: <laughs> this raises more questions than answers, and I'm also half remembering stuff, so I'm like i'm it's both I am both the best and the worst person to be trying to remember more of this stuff also Seth, the more I'm looking at this logo, the more I'm seeing it if you get rid of the bee head, it kind of looks like a face like the the big wings or the eyes, like a pair of shades
0: uh-huh.
1: And, like, the the round, like, bumble bumblebee round pudgy bit is, like, a mouth. Like, that's two lips, a mustache, and shades. Are you seeing it? And then, like, the, the stinger is, like, a little goatee. I mean, I
0: get what you're saying. It doesn't look that much like a face. To me.
1: Okay, that's all I see now. <laughs> that's all I can see.
0: I mean, uh, if you said the big wings were, like, robot eyes. Yeah. Then that's closer, but. I mean, shades have looked like that, haven't they? And on like that one anime, with yeah, the, with the drill bits.
1: Yeah, some communist shades going on. <laughs> yeah. They have those in real life, I'm sure.
0: Um, Squirtle wore shades like that in a That's Pokemon right. episode. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I just, I just don't know. I don't. It, it's. I almost kind of wish, like, once I, like, jokingly said bring back the, the Biatch air freshener, I almost kind of wish they kind of ripped off Guardians of the Galaxy a little.
1: Oh, and just because, had, like... like...
0: If they had that, like, air freshener and, like, that sort of, like... <clears throat> like, when you look at some of the the uh, press stuff for, for the Guardians movies that, like, really focused on the, the cassette tape and they kind of did like a treatment to the imagery to kind of make it look like an older picture or something. Yeah. I think you could have had something there like leaning to that aesthetic. But this is just like a weird B-shape.
1: I don't know what's going on. Maybe it'll I, uh, make more sense later as we find out more about the movie. I scrolled down the thread a little and the Beauch air freshener makes an appearance pretty quickly. Cool. Um, also, that reminds me of, there was a, I don't remember who tweeted this, I think it might have been John DeLuna, but someone on Twitter, there were a couple tweets going around that I kind of agreed with, which was, uh, and I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yet. Loser. I know. I'm, uh, I'm going to. Honestly. For real. Don't question me about it, though. Uh, anyway. The, the general sentiment was, like, seeing the way the Guardians of the Galaxy movies turns out. It's a it's it's a bummer that now that we're 10 years into Transformers movies, that Transformers movies have not hit a tone like that, like a kind of uh-huh. happy go lucky going through space, you know, showing a greater intergalactic universe, you know, that it, 10 years of Transformers movies, we're still trapped on Earth for 90 yeah. percent of there's the movie. Earth
0: and there's the Cybertron place that's somewhere else and everything from Cybertron lands on Earth.
1: And they, they also blew up Cybertron for the most right. part three movies in. So now we're not even seeing Cybertron. We're just seeing, like, a flashback now and then. But, like, they replaced the Cybertron flashbacks with prehistory Earth flashbacks of dinosaurs and knights now. uh, So, like, just the notion that, like, you know, what if the Transformers films had gone in a direction that would have led to having, like, the season three of these movies be like the Guardians of the Galaxy films. And I sat there, stared into space, and went like, that's a beautiful vision. And then I got really bummed out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, and then I'm still confused as to what happened with Cybertron,
0: because, like, you guys said it was blown up. I thought maybe just a chunk got cut out of it. And then, now that you think about it, in the last movie, no one seemed really bothered that their homeworld is possibly or definitely completely destroyed yeah no one seemed to even mention like well we just got to make the best of it here on earth even though they're hunting us down and killing us because our
1: planet doesn't exist anymore we don't have a choice saying they blew it up is a bit of a of a hyperbole on my part. They did kind of just teleport a third of it in and then that third of it got unteleported into oblivion sort of. But the implication was the feedback loop or something of that non-teleportation or what. Basically their planet I think is like a husk now. So it's like it's it's mostly a dead world. Well, they're not very broken up about it and and the way that that is also kind of the doing of the autobots and they don't really talk about it anymore it was always been part of my fuel of how i feel the autobot characters actually are which is they're all just terrible people uh messed up from centuries of war and and whatever weird violence fetishes may have grown in their psyches over the the millennia um they should let me write one i'd have a lot of fun <laughs> uh bumblebee movie by the way is directed by acclaimed director travis knight who recently directed the award-winning stop-motion animation movie kubo and the two strings i don't know any Um, of those names uh i've heard good stuff about kubo okay well he's apparently doing the bumblebee movie
0: that movie holds the record for the largest puppet stop-motion puppet ever used i i forget how big it is but it's a real big
1: well, apparently the Bumblebee movie is currently scheduled to release June 8th, 2018. I'm saying all this because I don't think I've ever actually said this on the podcast. Because uh, I, I forgot about a lot of this. But yeah, it's going to be next year's Transformers film. Um, the oh other... boy. The other trademark application... <laughs> My so, girlfriend's going to be so happy that Transformer movies are annual. <laughs> welcome to the fold. Or she probably can just continue to ignore them if she wants to... I don't know. She's not way into these movies, right? No, she had seen the
0: first one and the most recent one.
1: Oh, the two best ones.
0: And when I said, We're going to have to go to this Transformer movie, she's like, Well, I've only ever seen the first one. Like, do I have to catch up on the others? And I just went,
1: No. No. You should, a lot of people should just skip the second
0: and third ones. There's nothing in those
1: movies that are going to be referenced in any way. (laughs) And if it is. Uh, you'll be all right. I'm just always aggressively trying to find more people who agree with me that the the last one, Age of Extinction, is the best one. Because no one thinks that, except for me and about five or six other people. So I'm always trying to grow the army.
0: <laughs> well, I said it before, when we were watching it, um, I thought, like, oh, we're heading to the finish. Like, there's maybe 10 or 15 minutes of this movie left, and then it's going to be over. And then you went to China? And no, well... It was on the way to China. I thought Ah. it was going to be a quick wrap-up from there. And then I realized, wait, we haven't seen the Dinobots yet.
1: That's Oh my god, there's so much movie left. That's literally what went through my mind the first time I saw the film in theaters, was when I was like, man, movie's almost done, that was moving. Wait, there have been no Dinobots, and I forgot they are supposed to be the draw of this film.
0: It's like a three-hour movie. They don't show up until
1: the third hour. Yeah, why is that movie so? Why are these movies so long? Money needs to be spent when it's given to the film, basically. Star Wars movies ain't that long. I I think that people gave more money to the Transformers movie. Like just more, more. uh, What do you call it? More, more people in suits throwing bags with dollar signs on them, saying, "I want a stake in this." And if you don't spend their stake, then there's trouble. So it's like, all right, well, how about we have a third climax with a motorbike chase scene? All right, there, we spent your money, Mr. Piddleston. Oh. Pid- Pid- Piddlington the Third, Esquire. They're all British men with huge bushy mustaches. Uh, anyway, that other trademark that got uh, discovered is Hasbro has applied for the Mighty Mugs trademark yet again. Oh. Um, trademark name, Mighty Mugs, trademark Gotta description. Get that pop vinyl money. Heads, portraits, busts of men not in profile. Stylized men, including men de- depicted in character form. R- rectangles that are completely or partially shaded. Um, so yeah, this feels like seeing the success of pop vinyls, they're maybe going to go for another run with Mighty Mugs, which came out just a little bit too late to cash in on the success of the first, I guess, big push of art vinyls. I feel like they're missing the bullseye again here. Uh, I think the pop vinyl bubble certainly is closer to popping than it is to continuing to expand. Um, Yeah, well, the sense I got with the
0: Mighty Mugs is, like, collectible vinyls were, like, an underground thing. Yeah. And then this was Hasbro trying to jump on that, like, too soon. And then they got out right when pop vinyls hit hit it yeah and now they're coming in at like the oversaturation point and there's somebody else who's doing something is it mattel that's doing a similar thing
1: i want to say yes are they the ones doing adorbs or was that someone else i don't because they're also like a bunch that are still just around from that first art vinyl push and never really went away like uh mezits are still around that's Mezco's thing. Um, I think Minimates are still around, too, and I kind of categorized that in the same vein. But what
0: is a bust not in profile?
1: I don't know. I don't know what that means, because I thought profile meant a side view. But it's a 3D object.
0: And then the rectangles that are completely or partially shaded.
1: I'm wondering if that is, is a, odd. a way to describe the tampographing paint style. I wonder.
0: Uh It makes me curious if these new Mighty Mugs aren't gonna
1: have a different silhouette. I really hope they have a different silhouette if this is happening, because the old mighty mug silhouette already to me anyway looked kind of outdated when it showed up. yeah like it's just got a real like hey you heard a kid robot kind of feel to it um, What if they're just rectangles with a head? I mean stuck I stuck on top. I think there is a company that's already doing that actually <laughs> uh, there was some kind of art Vinyl collectible which was just rectangles with faces painted on the front. No, but there's a head on top of the rectangle. Oh, that would, okay. Like a lollipop. The other thing I'm I'm realizing is pop vinyls have a bit of a boxy rectangular kind of squished look to them. Uh So what if, how, you know, what if it is just as Mighty Mugs look kind of kid robot-ish, what if the new Mighty Mugs look just kind of pop vinyl-ish?
0: I wouldn't be surprised. Either way, I wouldn't be surprised if they dance right up as close to that as they can without getting a lawsuit.
1: Yeah, just like, don't give them dot eyes, you know, give them real eyes. <laughs> oh man, that'd be weird. <laughs> if they're all stylized and simplified,
0: but then they have these hyper-realistic eyes.
1: <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> like tons of lines around, you know, like scowl lines and squint lines. Um, I've been trying, I actually don't remember if I sold it. I've been trying to, at the last toy shows I started selling at, trying to sell my, my Shockwave Mighty Mug, and I, I labeled it as G1 Pop Vinyl. And, uh, at least one or two people actually paused and looked at it. (laughs) I almost had them going, I think. I probably didn't. Anyway, for those of you who are excited about Mighty Mugs, well, guess what? They're coming back. Remember Mighty Mugs? Well, they're back, baby. Man some there? of that, some of that two thousands nostalgia. I think, I forgot when they were around. Sounds so, right, yeah. early two thousands. I mean to see what the thread replies are like in twenty ten at the latest. People are already. Most of these replies are involve the word Funko or Pop. Let's see, Funko Pop's already won this war. Wish there were just more Funko Pops, not Mighty Mugs as well. I think... Because I feel like the people who would be interested in these just want them to match their Funko Pops. Yeah. Like, I don't think people who would want to buy art vinyl-style figures have... Like, I don't... How do I put this? I don't think they're throwing a wide enough net into the ocean to where they would also want, like, a brand-new style. Because, like, part of the draw of Funko Pops, having spoken to people who are into them is that they make for really good like sets of characters who all look, you know, similar. Um, so you can't just throw a Mighty Mug in a crowd of Funko Pops because that looks silly, I guess. I think Funko Pops look silly too, so I'm kind of making a lot of assumptions here. Um, but yeah, we'll see how this turns out. I wonder how Loyal Subjects feels about this because they've been doing art vinyl blind packs of Hasbro properties for a while now. Um, they do the, uh, the action vinyls. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. Seth, anything else you want to throw down about art and vinyls in general? Nah. Dunnies. I forgot about those.
0: Yeah, the, the Mighty Mugs had a very Dunny shape
1: to their hands. Were Dunnies kid robot? I don't know. Because I, I, I admit, I kind of tend to just call them all those kid robot style things and i don't know if that's me painting with way too broad a brush it seems plausible that it would be okay i think kid robot did i don't know this that was all all that stuff was the stuff in art vinyl sales threads from when i first got into 3a and that's where you had to go looking for secondhand world war robot stuff because you had to sift through lists and lists of dunnies, going <laughs> thousands
0: like, of dunnies.
1: You know, you, 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 they're like the pebbles in the ocean, and you're looking for the big rocks that are the, the trash can robots. You know, like it's like I want uh, an Armstrong. All right, here's five million dunnies, but oh wait, there's the giant <laughs> bullet shaped thing with arms. There's my Armstrong. Hooray! Um, I actually made a list of the World War Robot portable stuff I need to to quote unquote finish. My my collection. I still need to chase some of that stuff down. Need that uh, need that iron pen to drop cloth. That iron pen to heavy bramble. That grave digger bramble with the rocket launcher. I think that's most of it. I think it just stopped.
0: I was thinking about that big box with like 12 drop cloths. Mm-hmm. All in different colors. I'm wondering...
1: How, how much can I get for that? One of those is an iron panda. Do I really want that? If you want to ditch, this. if you want to ditch the iron panda drop cloth, you just let me know. I don't know. I haven't decided. I've decided. That's the only one in that that's set. What I, I'm doing. That, that's why I never got an iron panda drop cloth because he was in that twelve pack and I didn't want the eleven other ones. So you know, life is hard. Um. Speaking of how life is hard, Seth, we got some listener questions. Uh, these come both from Rexidus and Prime 135. They both have something in common, so we'll cover the thing in common first, and that's mostly okay. in... Prime 135 kind of sums it up. Uh, hey, it's me, the great Prime 135, back again with another question, because usually I make these long and convoluted. I'll get right to the point. What up with Creep Out and Onlooker? Note, this question is specifically for Seth. That's all for now, and click. And uh, Rexidus' question opens with a question for the Odd team. Good morning, afternoon, or indeterminate time of day to you fine folks at the Transforming Table. Brian once again asking something to entertain my ears. I had fun when you guys made Creep out and his buddy. He already forgot his name. So in the vein of hearing you guys go off the rails creating characters, uh, I'm curious what you would do to flesh out the characters of this concept. Let's say you're in charge of creating a Decepticon fast response emergency quote-unquote medical team. You can also combine. How would you populate them up? What kind of alt modes etc have fun and uh thanks for the fun entertainment guys you rock click so the first big thing here seth what up a creep out and onlooker
0: well life is hard life is hard <laughs> <laughs> no work has been done on making creep out a real thing um yeah just when i do have time i'm so tired and there's so many other things i'm not doing
1: mm-hmm. i just end up not doing anything well, you don't you don't want to rush creep out, you know. You gotta no. you gotta let creep out happen when he happens.
0: Yeah. Well, I have
1: I have two ratchets. So. Right. <laughs> like you've already done a huge amount of the work because you bought another ratchet. Yeah. So you just you got the kit ready to go.
0: Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's going to take that much modding. It's just a matter of like doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, when it, when it starts, you know, it's just going to keep going and going until you know. Till, till it finishes, that's the way creepout rolls, right? Yeah, just out of nowhere, he just starts. He, suddenly, he's coming on, and then he's there, and onlookers that's, just watching. That's the problem. Yeah, that's why no one wants to, wants to hang out with creepout. Uh, but what about like, what if creepout was on a team? Like, who else do you think would be on that team? Well, he's
0: not an emergency response vehicle. He's just a white
1: utility van. So he he himself is not an ambulance. Ah, uh, what if he had like a, just hung a sign on his in like on his uh, rearview mirror that said ambulance? Like people might get in
0: if they believe yeah. he's an ambulance. I mean, that could be a new angle for him to explore. Yeah. When the free candy thing stops working,
1: you know, people start catching on, right?
0: Yeah now i would think if there was a decepticon medical team you would have to have like just like a tow truck because i'm i'm imagining that they're more just dragging away the dead than actually helping anybody yeah so i think one of them if not the leader would be a tow truck
1: yeah i'm thinking like i'm almost thinking they'd be a little parallel to the constructicons so you'd have like a tow truck and then maybe just like a some kind of like gimlet thing that just like chews up metal like a trash compactor maybe like they're less about healing people and more about how do we repurpose their bits and pieces yeah so like a like a drill tank trash compactor tow truck and then like a forklift and there no, you go a forklift's good yeah you've got you've got your four team members and they can combine together. Forklift is a little guy so he can turn into the head. Uh tow truck and uh and trash compactor truck would be like the uh the lower body and then the big drill tank dude just turns well, into the upper body and the arms. Wouldn't it be a big garbage truck cuz those could those
0: smash up garbage.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, make him a smasher. Make him the big guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking like one big guy to be like the torso and arms forklift is the head and the other two are each like they make up the legs and waist
0: mm-hmm. and with a like a big garbage truck you got a lot of a lot of space inside where you could hide extra parts
1: hey put all the combiner bits in there
0: well i i was thinking like his big combined mode arms would be in there
1: oh yeah that too that too and hide him in there i and mean he just I... has like a big weird backpack and his solo robot mode oh what if his solo robot mode is like uh remember remember animated grandis like what if what if he's just like the if the truck just stands up and he's just like a big sumo wrestler dude
0: yeah like a giant box body with little stumpy legs
1: yeah and like if he was a toy a majority of his engineering would be to turn into an upper body yeah
0: maybe like his head is like kind of low so he also looks like a hunchback yeah I like this idea.
1: He's probably the most messed up one because he's the one where he's like put them inside me, and then he like you know (laughs) crushes the bodies and stuff.
0: And his solo robot mode arms are the combined arms, so he has like giant
1: arms. It's big ass arms. Yeah,
0: like big grill arms, little stumpy legs, big hunchback body.
1: Oh, I'm liking this. And like tow truck dude could probably just be like a normal transformer, but like his thing is like, what if he uses like the the towing hook and cable is like a grappling hook he throws it at people reels them in put them inside his buddy
0: I want his head designed to look like he has like one of those
1: foam trucker caps how are those different from regular trucker caps
0: well it it's like the baseball cap but the front panel is like that kind of foamish material, foam material. Yeah. Huh. It's probably the same you're probably we're probably thinking of the same thing.
1: Okay. Yeah, like have that modeled into his head.
0: Yeah. It's not actually a separate hat, it's just part of his head shape.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like it's like the The Dark of the Moon NASCAR wreckers. When like they they've basically one of them had like a baseball cap for a head. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I like this idea a lot. Someone out there ought to draw it. I'd like to see that. Forklift dude could turn into just like a little ninja. Forklift blades on his arms. Drill tank guys, just a drill tank transformer. He just ended up with these idiots.
0: Okay, what if when forklift dude turns into the head? The fork blades are like a giant mustache.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, giant mustache, just a big hook nose, just friggin' uh, friggin' Waluigi. Not literally Waluigi. Call back to Waluigi. All right, someone draw that. I'll I'll wait.
0: Um, I found a really good trucker cap With like the foam front panel
1: Oh jeez Send it over to you there Let's have a look-see It says get sweaty on it I'm seeing that in the URL, I'm liking it Oh boy (laughs) Literally that hat Should be I want to see a little get sweaty Tampographed on the forehead
0: All right. Is that the dude's name? sweaty yeah
1: sweaty the tow truck (laughs) sweaty the tow truck um gimlet the drill tank uh hacksaw the forklift and then like Yokozuna the trash compactor truck
0: what about yoku for sure no uh what do you i mean is Yokozuna a little too on the money
1: maybe yeah Zuna. Let's call him Zuna. No, nah, it's gotta be he's gotta have an ugly name. He's gotta have a a, a name you kind of chew on a little bit. Grunk. Grunk. Alright, yeah, <laughs> Grunk. Friggin' Grunk. They're like, alright, so we got a body here. Just put it put it in Grunk. Yeah, yeah, put it in me. I wanna chew on it. <sighs> alright, thanks, Grunk. Yeah,
0: you just <laughs> I imagine he sniffs a lot while he's talking.
1: Yeah, I want to chew on it. Like he he's got to sound like he's always got like that, you know, like that that particular way of talking when it sounds like the person just has a layer of saliva on their lower lip that they're not wiping off. <laughs> he's got to have that. I'm into this idea. Uh thank you, Rexidus for, for yeah. this wonderful, wonderful bit of inspiration. And uh thank you. And to not you.
0: sniffling like he's a cokehead sniffling, like sniffling like he has a yeah.
1: perpetually runny nose. It's not even that his nose is runny, it's just the inside <sighs> like the inside flesh of his nostrils is just so like flappy. Like he's got he's got swollen nostrils.
0: To. And even these scumbags don't want to hang out with Creepout.
1: Yeah, so these are the guys who all so Creepout always shows up going like, "Hey guys, you want to want to go catch a catch a movie or something?" Like, uh, "No."
0: <laughs> or, "Do you guys need help with that?" And I'm like, "No,
1: we got it." "No, we got it. Thanks." "Thanks, Creepout." "No." The one Transformer that that Grunk would never chew on is Creepout. <laughs> <laughs> I never want his body but in Creep my out mouth. wants to be chewed on the most. <laughs> Creepout just keeps crawling inside, going like, what's up, buddy? Surprise! Grunks is like, get out of me! <laughs> uh, that's um, disgusting. I love this. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from there. Th- thank you to Rexodus and Prime135 for both inquiring about Creepout and Onlooker. i'm uh, I'm always happy to see those pop up especially when your questions come in within six days of each other and they both mention creep out makes me wonder is your character anyway i keep forgetting that i made that up i always thought that because i I don't actually really remember who onlooker is was he like the mattress no he was a camera on a tripod (laughs) right right okay (laughs) mattress is worse
0: i think i mentioned the camera and then you made the camera into a character
1: right he's like the mini con yeah. on look yeah on look okay onlooker that's right i forgot about that um or maybe i didn't mention the
0: camera. i don't know i don't want to steal any credit it was a long time ago maybe cred- i
1: mentioned it maybe i didn't credit sounds right credit- but i know the name and concept were yours camera sounds right not credit <laughs> camera sounds right i think i'm i'm the one who said the name onlooker but i think the concept might have been entirely you uh so one of our historians can go back and check that one out um seth hi let's uh let's let's bop on over to what we got this week okay um i got some stuff on topic but do you have anything on topic yes well let's let's trade some stories then um seth what's what's something you got that's on topic I got
0: Titan's Return, Deluxe,
1: Perceptor. Whoa! I don't have that yet. I messed with someone ah. else's. Okay. I think that toy is cool. Yeah, so I go to
0: Transformer for the first time. So I have to remove the Titan Master. Mm-hmm. And boy, he doesn't want to come out. And I'm, I'm trying to be firm but gentle and i'm kind of trying to give it a little tug and i'm applying even pressure and i'm applying pressure and then boop, it pops off uh without the head oh no so the little head is still stuck in the neck hole <laughs> and i'm holding the rest of it and i went oh
1: that's the first time that's happened didn't that happen to, like, three or four of Aaron's toys? And, like, he was the only one I've ever heard of having that problem. I don't remember Maybe. anymore.
0: Well, luckily, the head pops back in once once you get it detached from the rest of the robot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was tough to get out. So I oh, had man. to get, like, needle nose pliers. And I'm trying not to, like, mar up the little ball because I don't want to wreck it and then have it not fit in back in right. Yeah. So that was a whole adventure. I eventually got it out and fixed it. Um transformed them. And kind of the thing with I mean it's very simple. It's a very simple transformation. Like very easy to figure out. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's such an odd thing. It's Perceptor is like one of those characters that is really kind of just a robot in my head like they always in the cartoon it seemed like they always had to like stretch to find reasons
1: for him to transform it's so weird because that i had this conversation on twitter recently like that original toy he's based on had a third tank mode yeah day one and it's like just just lean into that in the the cartoon and and you're good to go (laughs)
0: Yeah, I didn't try making him a tank in with this figure. Um, but there's tank tread details on him, so.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's got um dedicated stuff. Like I think there's yeah. like some flip-out bits or something. Uh, yeah, well
0: transforming him into the microscope, like you can see a bunch of stuff that you don't have to deal with to yeah. make him a microscope. So, I'm like, okay, well there's there's tank in here. The thing about him I just I, haven't got to trying it yet.
1: When uh, when I when I went and checked out Ian's the thing that he showed me that I thought was kind of cool uh, is there's like geared stuff in in the in the microscopes so you can have it like look like it's focusing in and out like extending in and out. Uh-huh. I'm like that's really neat. Did you try looking through the microscope
0: lens? I didn't myself. Okay, so I did. Uh-oh. And the weird thing is is everything's upside down. Yeah. So like I I used it to look at the the print on the package and all the letters were upside down I went, "Well, that's weird."
1: Oh man. I don't know how the, <laughs> I,
0: I don't understand lenses and stuff well enough to
1: to know why this is the case, but it's how it is. I was about to say, I bet there's like once you see a diagram of it, I bet there's a super simple explanation for that. Like there's one thing missing that a real microscope has. Yeah. Anyone out there Any any listeners out there Who actually know their lens sciences Can can fill us in I'd actually really like to know Because I I feel like I can envision The kind of diagram that would tell me why that's happening And it's frustrating me that I don't Actually know what the diagram Would be of
0: (laughs) Or maybe it's a single lens Where a real microscope Has like an even number of lenses So it gets Flipped and flipped back Sort
1: of I I don't know, man. I'm not a microscope scientist. So someone draw us a picture, please, and then become the official micro, microscope scientist of the. I'm Bobcast. not a
0: microscopist.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I got no problem with microscopists. You know, I'm okay with with big lens. Big lens is an okay industry. It's not like big propeller. You know, it's not some kind of. uh well, nefarious... big lens
0: is telescopes.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm talking about the industry. Big telescope. You know, big my big scope. You know, they make uh, cylinders with glass in them that that what help you see things. We make little things look bigger. Yeah. That's what it says on the on the bottom of this what it says on the bottom of the window. Yeah. It says on the door. Um I haven't seen cup or perceptor or Croc or quake in the wild yet. Uh I actually was at another toy store where they mark things up. And even they had one topspin. And I'm like, who keeps buying everyone but topspin? And then later Ian told me that there was a cup in the window I didn't see. And so I, I blamed the store. Like, don't, don't they know who I am? I'm Pat Lee. I saved the Transformers. Tell me when you have a cup. Crying out loud. Any other Transformer stuff on your end? Well, you know who doesn't not buy topspin? Me. Wait, I got a who does not not. So you bought Topspin? Yeah. Alright. Double negatives he- take me a second because people <laughs> started doing triple and quadruple negatives and I can't keep up with those very well. Yeah, I got Topspin. How do you like Topspin? He's great. That's a good toy. Everybody loves him.
0: Even if I didn't like it, I wouldn't say so because I didn't w- want to get beat up.
1: <laughs> That's right. Watch yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, he's really cool. The vehicle mode is like a really cool version of whatever that is that he turns into.
1: (laughs) So it's jump starter. It's a scientific term.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Twin Twist is clearly like this chunky tank with two drills on the front, and then Top Spin has like he's like a flying space forklift or something.
1: So he he always he he always kind of looked like a flying space forklift. What modernized top spins have done for him is go like, what if he's just a jet? Like, what if we just say he's a jet?
0: What if he's a really weird jet that has these two protruding things coming out the front? Yeah, that doesn't seem aerodynamic. But I guess if he's only like a space plane, then it doesn't matter. As soon as he
1: enters an atmosphere, oh boy. yeah that's a uh, that is a good figure and i'm i said it before i'm I'm ecstatic that that figure came out after we all knew they were going to do a twin twist out of it as well
0: yeah and his tight master's head didn't rip off when i tried
1: to detach it so that's a bonus yeah one more thing he does better than perceptor yeah as i feel bad for that perceptor toy having seen it in person now because it's like i think that perceptor would be getting a whole lot more buzz it's just that he came out at the same time as a much better figure that's more exciting. Yeah, if he was like first or second wave part people probably would have been flipping out. Yeah. Like all this, like just having like that geared turning thing in the microscope to make it you know zoom in, zoom out. Like I, And there's a lot about that Perceptor toy I do like as far as the ways that it references the original. Like the little Titan Master guy's robot mode is the G1 toy with the faceplate. Um, unfortunately it's really hard to see because he's i don't think he's painted at all but it's it's really cool ideas um anything else on your end no i got an official transformer myself recently in fact this was uh is it preceptor no it's not no. it's a movie toy oh no, i've seen those this was uh so this was a uh sent to me uh by tfw board member casa crespo uh very appreciatively received because this was barricade new deluxe I barricade I haven't seen barricade I've seen I've started seeing movie
0: toys pop up I
1: have not seen barricade so this this barricade is the, is the one of wave 1 that I was the most focused on because barricade is one of my favorite movie characters and he always ends up with really flawed toys and I believe this is the best barricade toy that's ever come out um unfortunately because I like basically everything about the new design except for the part where he kind of looks like he's gone bald because barricade always had those like you know forehead spires and kind of spiky things sticking up out of his head uh and this new design kind of rounds it all off and that's kind of a bummer to me but he still has four eyes you know he still has um tire things sticking up off his shoulders like a lot of little details are still there uh and this figure is is a very good transformer uh it's got a kind of simple transformation but it's satisfying um the only real aesthetic bummer about him is that the entire roof is just a backpack it's like like a turtle shell on his back i was gonna say it looks like there's a lot hanging off his back it's it's basically just the roof is on his back um the upside is you can pop it off and he can he can hold it like a shield and it may not be intended but he can completely hold it like a shield and it's kind of cool when you do that uh, he's got the 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 gun and the stick, and they can stay on the thighs throughout transformation. That's neat. He's got the wrist cuff thing, which can go on his back, uh, or on the trunk. Um, I like that toy a lot. Uh, I would never tell someone they should go buy that toy for thirty Canadian dollars plus tax, which is the the retail price in Canada, and I believe the retail price at Toys R Us in the states is twenty bucks kind of pushing it you can see where the extra money for these premiere editions is happening in two major places number one there's like a lot of parts count and a little bit of extra paint here and there like he's got headlights and taillights painted which is not common on north american release transformers but number two the box he comes in is a bloated wasteful piece of packaging that is so bloated and wasteful i feel like that's also something i'm paying extra for And I'm really not happy about that because the the box isn't even nice. Um, The back of the box has no text. There's even a big blank spot where a bio could have gone. Uh, It's a terrible box design. Um, The figure is like buried underneath the box art in a way. But there's also all this empty space you can see above his head. It's like you're all this extra packaging is making him look worse. Um, And I, I think that was a big mistake uh doubly so if that enters into the increased cost. So in the states, it sounds like if you go to Walmart, they're just selling these movie deluxe's premiere edition deluxe's for like 16 bucks like normal toys. Uh that's worth consideration, but for 20 bucks, I I really unless like you know 20 bucks is absolutely no big deal to you and you don't care about getting like the best bang for your buck, uh like it's a good toy. It's just it's, it's a better toy when it's on sale or gifted to you in this case. Uh, which is a like I feel like that's gonna be the story of Premiere Edition, and that was almost in a way the story of the the current R.I.D. cartoons toys like the Warrior Class toys, and I think that's all a real shame. Uh, because it, it's fine. It's it's just that when he when he becomes a twenty dollar U.S. thirty dollar Canadian toy, I start going. It's nice he has wrist swivels. Why does he have no waist joint? Why does his backpack not fold up any more than it already does? If the backpack folded up more the reason why he has no waist joint wouldn't be there, which is that that huge backpack has this armature that tabs in and the tabbing of it connects his upper body to his butt, basically. Uh, there's lots of things about it where if it didn't cost as much as it did, I wouldn't be questioning those things as much. So it's a good figure. It's just, you know, wait if you can. Um, I also got an unofficial toy. Just to balance this out. Uh Seth, I think we might have talked about this one when the first pictures came oh, out. Oh
0: before you move on, what oh. does it say on, on his knuckles?
1: Oh it says uh hang on, where'd he go? I wrote it down for the review script and now I don't remember. Uh da-da-da. I believe it says protect and serve. Uh uh yeah protect and serve, and the thing is it's it's sculpted in reverse on his knuckles, so that if he punches you, he embeds the word legibly into whatever he punches. which is kinda cool.
0: It's almost too bad there wasn't a little bit of a a paint wash or a a layer of paint to pick out the letters more,
1: yeah or or like a, it's done in in a gray plastic. It's okay, but I wish it was a bit more metallic, oh he also has this light beige plastic that looks awful and it serves zero purpose. And it makes it's, I think you can see in that photo I sent you, uh, you see how his upper thighs are just like this weird bone white.
0: Uh, huh.
1: um, that, that color plastic looks hideous and it, it makes him look really patchwork in a bad way. Uh, if that, if that had been like a a darker gray or like metallic swirl plastic, I think it would have looked way better. Um, Again, something I maybe wouldn't be harping on as much, except that this dude costs a lot of money for a deluxe toy. Uh. So, yeah. It's like, there's a lot of give and take with Barricade. It's it's really hard to just give him all the praise I want to give him without having to keep cutting it off every now and then and go like, also, he costs too much. Uh. Regardless, like, I'll, I'll say again, like, thank you very much, board member Casa Crespo, for sending that my way. Uh very much appreciated um but seth I, I also got an unofficial thing uh it is a tank i'll send you some a more links tank. this is uh it was a review sample of dna designs suzano their first full figure release which is uh in in a sentence it is a massive love letter to revenge of the fallen bludgeon uh that movie classics fusion bludgeon that came out back in oh nine um this toy is a it was designed by a group of people who thought that that toy was the bee 's knees and was friggin cool and deserved to be done better and that 's what they tried to do uh it 's a very solid release for a first release it's it, it survived a whole lot of abuse on my end and uh and i'm i'm i 'm really digging it I actually can 't remember if I talked about this last week or not now that i 'm saying these things they 're all sounding familiar so i 'll keep it brief. <sighs> uh it's it's a it's a pretty good toy um <laughs> he's got a lot of the, like, the end it's got a lot of cool ideas uh it has some ways of transforming that are a little bit out of the box and i, I like that um the tank treads are all individual links that are hinged jointed uh together and that's a really cool trick especially when they separate for the robot mode and he uses this plastic it's like a very dark gray metallic plastic And that plastic is used on anything that is going under a lot of stress. And uh, it's also used for, like, the very thin, fragile antenna parts. And I've dropped the toy on those antenna parts a couple times, and they haven't broken. They've barely even bent. So I think that that is a plastic polymer that is built to take abuse. And I think it's really cool that I see that specific plastic color on everything that I would otherwise be really freaked out about breaking. Uh, It makes the toy feel very confident, uh, of course, people have had this toy in hand for about a week as of this recording. So, uh, and that's just like reviewers. So there's there's no telling if that's going to really survive, you know, the long test of time, but it is very confidence building. So we'll see. Um, and I, yeah, I literally cannot remember if I talked about this last week already. So there you go. That's my memory. Um, Seth, did we talk about this at all when they were showing pictures of it? Yeah, I suppose... Uh, I wasn't sure;
0: like everything looked familiar, but then when he started talking about the uh, tank treads being individual links, then I remembered. Oh yeah, we did talk about this because we talked about that
1: feature. Hey, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's. A, I think it's a good figure. It's just it is first and foremost a love letter to Revenge of the Fallen Blur, um, Blur, <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen Bludgeon so when people start saying will it fit in with my masterpiece will it fit in with my, with my movie toys or my classics it's kind of like this toy wanted to be Revenge of the Fallen Bludgeon first and foremost you got to proceed from there they were not trying to do anything to fit it in uh, anywhere else and I kind of like how much it's not trying to fit in like he's got his aesthetic especially his two face sculpts are just very aggressively standalone in a way that I really enjoy uh and it's like he looks fine with masterpiece toys or classics toys he's a big enough tank and a big enough robot to fit in with either um but i I really enjoy how much like the 09 bludgeon was their focus as far as like doing an homage um and that's uh that's all i got to talk about for what i got this week on topic i have an off-topic thing that i can hit too but seth do you have an off-topic thing I have a small handful
0: of off topic things.
1: Whoa! Uh let's do let's do your the most important one and I'll do mine and then we'll do the rest of yours.
0: Oh well the most important one is I got the last two rock cats.
1: Oh geez
0: Which I ordered through eBay. Because when you set. only need two more, I figured even if I paid a little bit more for each one individually than I would buying a blind box, I'm guaranteed to get them and not be just taking stabs in the dark. That's right. Getting stuck with a bunch of extra cats. So I got the full gang. Yay. That's great. And uh, the they're like perfect size to go with six inch figures. Like they're to scale as cats
1: and because a lot like uh the blind box stuff you've been getting all looks fantastic with six inch figures and it's like that is a big temptation yeah well i also got a case of that youth day stuff yeah
0: and that's a little big to go with six inch but it's close enough
1: it looks fine like
0: yeah especially if you're taking silly pictures and you're not trying to like take like serious photos like the, then i think it
1: helps yeah, that it's, it's like slightly off size it's got it's it looks like toy accessories the way that it's slightly off size yeah yeah i've been i've been digging that stuff um well my my one off topic thing i'm going to send you more links okay here they come there they are uh, i got I it more in more off
0: topic things so don't just finish that's right. Your the, thing that you care about.
1: I'm remembering this time, so <laughs> I laid it out in the front so I would hear myself lay it out. Uh, I got uh, the latest Mechazone release uh, from David White. He's the guy who does those 3D printed robot action figures, oh, and yes. uh, this was uh, released. It took him a while. It's probably his most. Uh, it is probably his most impressive figure that he's released so far. I still think the most impressive figure as far as my own reaction was the one that preceded this because it introduced all the new articulation ideas. But, uh, this is the brawler V2. Uh, it's his old brawler figure redesigned to go with a lot of the things he learned, uh, in the last, uh, I guess year or year or two. Um, so it's, uh, it's a 3d printed figure done on an Affinia printer with acetone vapor treatment and some, I think some painted details. Uh, it's also got work, like four working wheels on the feet, um, which are wheels he designed to go with his uh, Blaster Master style buggy he designed a year or two ago, I think a year ago. Um, the Epsilon buggy. And uh, this figure has got like a ball socket jointed neck and a ball socket jointed torso joint. And then like uh, multi-axis hinges for everything else. And it's really fun to pose this figure. Just like the, uh, the I think it was the Mechonaut Explorer that introduced a lot of these joint ideas into his work um those this that figure and this brawler v2 are the ones that take what felt like man these are good like indie toys and now it's like man these are good straight up robot action figures um brawler v2 also there's a an accessory pack he sold uh as a, a separate thing if you weren't interested in it you could just leave it out but i wanted everything so i gave him uh, his two black guns uh and an alternate brawler v1 head as well as a bunch of Uh, Male to male and female to female uh, connector pieces for going between uh, five millimeter and I think four millimeter pegs and ports. So it's just a is a fantastic figure and uh, it can roll on its on its uh, roller skate feet really well. But they're also like on dual axis hinges on the at the ankle. So you can get him to like keep the, the tires flat to the ground or you can get them angled off the ground a little bit or, you know, out of alignment if you don't want him to roll around on his own. Like it's just a really good figure. Uh, and uh, I think he still has some available on his, uh, his store. So like he, he, uh, he didn't really have, I think like a majorly harsh cutoff for pre-orders on this one. Um, and it took him a while to get the first bunch all done. Uh, but I think that he still has some slots available if anyone sees photos of this and thinks it looks cool. Uh, also he's going to be at TFCon with some like Transformers themed one-offs, uh, which I'm kind of excited to see. Um, but if you've never seen his work and you're coming to TFCon, like you're in for a treat, in my opinion, like he's uh, he's I've said it many times. He's not the only guy who's doing 3D printed toy stuff. Uh, it's just that he does stuff that at its base design level is very strong and in, in its uh, final production level has a lot of care put into it. Like he, he really delivers a total package as far as uh, like, a you know, one man operation printing off action figures uh, to, to really generalize it. Um, so I was, I was super stoked about this finally coming in and it, it turned out great. Uh, and that's my one thing. The show's not over because Seth has off topic things too. Uh, saying that for myself partly, but, uh, Seth, how's this figure looking to you in the photos that I sent?
0: Uh, it looks pretty neat. Um, I remember, uh, that very first figure he did, you brought to a TFCon Chicago. Yeah so got to see how that 3d printed plastic looks close up with the uh the vapor treat
1: yeah his uh, his printing has gotten a little sharper cuz he he got a newer printer as well and i i kind of noticed at least i think i noticed it on the last two releases that there's just a lot more fine detail that's not getting uh washed out in the printing quality
0: uh huh yeah i mean it looks like the dudes really developing and and uh like evolving his his work
1: yeah i uh i hope he keeps it up and i i hope that more people start like there are i'll say it again there are a lot of people who work in this medium as far as doing like indie toy stuff on their own with a 3d printer i just uh I, I want to see even more stuff that kind of hits my own aesthetic preferences because there's a lot of this stuff that... Oh, is it like... uh I think Prometheus 5 does a lot of stuff that kind of hits a more like Star Wars and Kenner Star Wars sci-fi kind of aesthetic. And then dudes like Brown Noise and I think at least one other person whose name I can't remember, they do stuff that really hits a 70s and Micronauts aesthetic. Uh, This, this stuff is like hitting a, a slightly more modern engineered... Um, like retro referential aesthetic, but it's just more up my alley. I, I really hope that more people can can work in this medium. Um, it's not the only medium to work in. Like, there's a lot of other places to go. But I, just the the fact that this is all done on a 3D printer, uh, that is affordable. Um, you know, it's not tens of thousands of dollars. It's just I think it's like a a couple thousand bucks. Um, it's very inspiring. But that's me. Seth what's you
0: well I got something in my eye oh no driving me bananas like that whole time you we were talking about this thing I've been trying to get a tear going or something to try to flush it out it feels like an eyelash that's every my, time I blink it scratches
1: it's my trick I'm like man I want to keep talking what can I do I'm gonna will an eyelash into his eye yeah.
0: <laughs> well I'm gonna to try to plow through it and not be right. too tortured um so I got the Figuarts, WWE, The Rock, and the Stone Cold Steve Austin. I really want those figures. Yeah, so The Rock started appearing in uh, American Toys R Uses. I saw! And then they started offering Steve Austin online. The The thinking that um, some folks had is, well, maybe they feel weird about selling a toy with beer accessories. This yeah. Austin comes with the two beer cans with, like, beer squirting out the top, um, which is understandable. Yeah. So I went to the Toys R Us website, and I looked, and I, I was looking at the prices, I was looking at the shipping, I was looking at the sales tax, and I went, I wonder. And then I bopped over to Big Bad Toy Store, and... The shipping was going to be less by adding it to a pile of loot I already had going. There would be no tax from Big Bad because they're out of state. And just the, the price was the same. Yeah. Like So I'm like, okay, well, it's slightly cheaper if I get it from Big Bad. So yeah, screw you, Toys R Us. I'll just add to this pile of loot.
1: Screw, screw you, Big Toy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they're... They're cool and a little odd at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like with the Rock, there's so much uh, bare skin showing on that guy because he just has the little trunks and boots and his knee and elbow pads, and like that's that's it. So all the Gaps like especially around his shoulders for the articulation just look really kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Um and that that's better hidden with Steve Austin because he has a vest on. Yeah. He's got his Stone Cold mm-hmm. vest. Um then with Austin, um he has two hands for holding the beer cans, and the way they attach to his hands is on the palms of his hands, there's big, big pegs sticking out. Like as long as one of his fingers peg coming out of the palm of his hand. And then the cans have a hole in it it plugs in. I almost kind of wish it went the other way. Yeah. I kind of wish there was a hole in his palm, but then it wouldn't have been as deep as the hole in the can. But those hands, the beer can holding hands... Have individually articulated fingers. So you could do his middle finger poses.
1: It's kind of funny because, like, it feels like that's sort of a clever way to also get around him getting on Toys R Us shelves. But then the poor guy got stuck with, you know, big beer can effects.
0: Yeah. But one of the problems with if you want to put him with the middle fingers is he has those big pegs coming out of the palms of his hands and the finger articulation is just at the the knuckle mm. so you can't curl his fingers so he's not making fists with the middle fingers up oh it's like his fingers are just going back and flat so if you like go to take a picture and you position it at the at a good angle you could hide all that and it looks fairly convincing mhm but from any other angle it looks f- silly and then he has hands with a similar articulation at the knuckle without the big peg in his palm but they're not individual it's just all the fingers together so that's that's kind of a disappointment
1: yeah the the Austin figure like i i the reason i want the two of them is there's there's a certain weirdness about them that feels like the right balance of what I kind of want out of a wrestler toy. But also, it it always looked to me like the Austin figure ended up being the weaker of the two by just like he kind of falls a little bit too far down the jank. Well, whereas the rock is kind of like, you know, he's got gaps, but he just kind of looks like a weird puppet man, Rocky Maivia. (laughs) (laughs) And like, that's it. And I'm like, that's exactly what I want. Um. Yeah, I I like them
0: together. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I I don't think I'll get Kane and Undertaker. Um. Am I remembering right that there's a Vince McMahon? There's a Vince and a Triple H.
1: Yeah. And uh, maybe I'd get Vince. Yeah, I I don't know how much we've seen of Vince yet. So Triple H th- is looking a lot like an Austin and Rock as far as the way the Fig Arts turned out, so I'm, I'm kind of liking that. I think the Vince is wearing a suit. Yeah. It's what I want. That's what I would want. That's the yeah. problem with the Undertaker one. Is it's just him in a tank top. Yeah. And, like... <sighs> like the, so, Kane and the Undertaker are, everyth- are They They miss it. They don't look weird enough. They just look kind of boring. And it's uh-huh. like... I don't know i like I, I they they had such a good first two and then you've got the you've got the two large dudes coming out somehow looking as boring as possible
0: yeah it's,
1: it's sort of disappointing
0: yeah and then uh, i think somebody was saying that they're looking to do like current
1: guys uh someone who was at uh the the recent tamashi event in yeah, new york is it. uh john paternia i think was the one who was uh, telling us how that went, but yeah, they—it's really just whether or not WWE will let them. I think.
0: Yeah. Because I would be interested in certain current guys, oh, and yeah. I and I guess at the Tomashi thing, they said that high on the list would be Shinsuke Nakamura, which I'm all in for if they did a a uh, Nakamura. You could sign me up
1: as long as unless comes they with... really
0: screw it up, unless they really,
1: really blow it. <laughs> That's the thing. If they do him like Austin or The Rock, I'm down. If they do him like the Undertaker, like if it's it's here's Nakamura, shirtless with pants, no jacket, no jacket option at all, I'd be like, why are you even doing this? Like you, you got to do a jacket piece for him. That's part of the image of the you know the the character.
0: Okay, what if they didn't include a jacket? All right, but as an accessory, they included a violin-playing man.
1: Well, okay, you give me a whole violin-playing man, maybe I'll accept that. Unarticulate. Violin.
0: he's not articulated.
1: Though. Yeah, fig, fig art zero. There's a thing for that. Yeah. Except I don't know, because then you're like, all right, you're giving me his entrance buddy, but you're not giving him his, his entrance jacket. Like, what's up with that? Yeah, he should just come with both. Yeah. Yes, he should.
0: <laughs> but I have a bunch of really dumb ideas for taking pictures with uh, The Rock and the Stone Cold Steve Austin. So,
1: Like, if I had to pick one, I think that it looks like The Rock is, like, the figure uh, of the two. Like, he seems to just really hit it everywhere.
0: Yeah, his... So he comes with a bunch of faces. Or heads. Like, it's whole heads. It's not just swap the face. Mm -hmm. pop the whole head off on both of those guys um one of rock's faces is like a screaming face and it's kind of weird looking because it's like what i thought was weird about what we've seen of the undertaker yeah where like his whole body like all his skin is just plastic and then the face is like painted a lot Mm -hmm. so it kind of looks like a like a photo bitmap on a low polygon PS1 era computer model or something.
1: Well that's his uh that's that's the rock's soul when it emerges in the plastic uh effigy. You know, that that's him screaming before his his soul subsides and he is just trapped in the in in the small plastic idol. That's the way I yeah. think about it anyway. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Um, then the last off-topic
0: thing I got was for my birthday. Um, my girlfriend got me the Figma Skyward Sword Link. Okay, okay. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword Link. Um, which was marked down pretty well on Amazon. Like, like I've seen somebody tweeted about a. A different link, like um, I forget which game exactly it was from, uh, but it's like a little more cartoonish link, yeah. Um, being like really cheap on Amazon, and then I was looking on that, and it said people who looked at this also looked at that, and it was a Skyward Sword link for like two dollars more, so it was like 35 bucks or something, 33 bucks, which seems pretty good for. Figma. Oh, yeah. Price wise. So I was like, and she had been bugging me for days like, what's something you want for your birthday? I went, let me send you this link. Whoa. (laughs) For link. I didn't even realize I was doing that. I didn't realize, but I'm glad I did it anyway. I'm not sorry. I am. I'm not sorry. Get ready to suck it. That's another wrestling thing. Whoa. Triple H. It's Triple H wrestling thing. Oh jeez, Road Dog. It's DX, like a mug. Something go on. <laughs> God, you did the voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we were watching wrestling, right? And Chris Jericho is coming out to the same music Chris Jericho has always had, and I commented, "You could tell." who are leftovers from the Attitude Era or still using Attitude Era music, like Vince McMahon when he comes out, Jericho, like all these guys, um, mm-hmm. because it sounds like knockoff, discount, Rage Against the Machine. Yep. <laughs> if an older guy comes out, with something that kind of sounds like Rage Against the Machine But you know ain't Rage Against the Machine
1: Probably from the Attitude Era He's got some 90s in his blood And that's all I got this week Oh man, okay Um Yeah, I was just uh I'm terrible with different Zelda designs Of Link Different uh-huh. Zelda designs of Zelda too So I was triple checking which Link you meant uh, and yeah he's he's one of the links that I tend to look at and just go like oh yeah that's link from Zelda. And then you know getting yeah, yelled at. It's a little
0: more human proportioned. Yeah. Old like a little more realistic looking. Now I kind of like that that little ish looking one too. Like there's a lot of character in that one. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not sure. I think it's from one of the Game Boy games or not Game Boy but like 3DS
1: games. Oh, well, if they did one of the Game um, Boy game ones, that'd be a, that'd be
0: a yeah. deep cut. <laughs> um, so it's very characterful, but I was just thinking like, well, on my six-inch figure shelf in the Detolf, I think this Link would, would go better with everything else. With oh, it's one uh,
1: it's Link Between Worlds Link. There that, that, that was the 3DS one, yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, because he, he comes with the, the 2D version of himself that goes on the wall or whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know Zelda games well enough to pull all these titles. I'm, uh, I'm just going doing a Google image search of Figma Link, and pretty quickly I see uh, Cartoony Link getting serviced by three women. One of them's just in her underwear. Terrific. Figma. I'll
0: have to search for that myself. Get that. <laughs> Keep that for research, <laughs> research
1: purposes. Um, but yeah, if that's uh, if that's all that we got this week, then that is a podcast this week. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, yeah, we're ha- we're halfway through May. Just throwing it out there doesn't actually mean anything. I think we might have run through an anniversary, but I don't remember which one. Yeah, probably. It wouldn't be this episode, because it would be an even number episode. Because it would be a multiple of 52. But I am not going to figure that out right now. Anyway, happy anniversary, us! Thanks! Uh, And thank you all for still listening, especially if you've been with us since the beginning. Because then you heard much lower audio quality and you you didn't run away. So I appreciate that. Um, And we'll be back... Uh, with some more Transformer stock very soon in the near future. Till then just keep converting your toys and uh, and keep those needlenose pliers ready if uh, you know, he's get some mass decapitation going on. I know a couple guys that happened to. You. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, uh, uh.